Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Soha. The race for the Arctic region and what really is behind it. Arctic ice is unique in itself. The thick layer of ice is subjected to climate change and it's melting quite fast. But do you know that below this thick layer of ice, there lies the resources of natural oil, gas and reserves. And that is what is making the powerful hungry. It's been untouched for millions of years, lying deep below the Arctic ice. The future of our warming planet depends on what we decide to do with it. Surely Arctic ice is melting on a rapid speed. So the possibilities are increasing that now new shipping routes will be opened, more fishing ground will be available, and uh, new geopolitical data will take its course. So question comes in the mind that if the race for Arctic fossil fuel, natural resources, gas took speed, what will become of our already major shift in climate? Recently, Greenland has banned all oil explorations, whereas Canada has prohibited any offshore oil drills in those areas where marine life is endangered because of these activities. US has also suspended oil and gas leases in National Wildlife Refugee of Alaska and Arctic. The Biden administration has canceled all remaining oil and gas leases on the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge in Alaska. But then again, there is a question that will this halt last? As energy demands of the world are rising, and so is the desire of the countries to claim those natural resources which are under the ice sheet of Alaska. Up till now, the larger Arctic mission, which is called MZAC, and which was a peaceful mission in which 20 countries participated, took place. And this MOZAC mission was to discover the climate change shifts and the causes in the Arctic. But since so many interests of so many countries are at stake, financial bid is rising. Everyone wants their share now in the natural resources. So you can imagine that geopolitics is on its peak. Every major prominent and dominant country wants to grab as much share and land as they can. Not to forget that more than half of the Arctic coastline comes under Russian territory. And the tiff between Russia and the West has made this quite complicated. Around 2 million people live in Arctic region. And if we sum up the number, it comes to half of the whole population of Arctic. So any major shift will affect the lives of these people also. Now, not only Russia, but US also have stakes and territory in Alaska, Canada, Greenland, along with Iceland, Denmark and Norway all have the right to control economic zones in a capacity of ranging 200 nautical miles from their coastlines. In other words, these countries share mutual control on the Arctic resources which uh, comes under the nautical miles 
sat territory of theirs. However, open waters, including North Pole, is considered to be a heritage for our generations and other generations to come after us. And all countries agree to this so far. But can this agreement be trusted in future, especially when the natural resources will reveal themselves? What will happen? Won't these countries or other countries will join the race to have the bigger share of these resources individually and in form of corporates and projects for betterment of the area? How about that? What? Keep in mind that more countries can apply for bigger exclusive economic zones if their coastline, which has a boundary of 200 nautical miles presently, covers more shallow sea space. Now, you must be wondering that till now has any country did that claimed a larger exclusive economic zone. The answer is yes. Russia, Canada, Denmark, and Norway are the first ones who did this. The exclusive economic zone is an area of the sea in which a sovereign state has exclusive rights regarding the exploration and use of marine resources, including energy production from water and wind. In 1994, Australia declared its exclusive economic zone, later followed by Canada and Denmark. Also, Russia has the fourth biggest part in the economic zone. USA has the largest part of the exclusive economic zone. And on 7th April 2018, Algeria established an exclusive economic zone. So now having the strong presence in Arctic has become most important for the countries than it ever was. And this kind of raise alarm bells for NATO and Russia. Now, both parties want to have strong strategic significant role and presence in the region. That's why they are flexing their power muscles. Each wants the other to know that who controls what. And that is why the tension is escalating. Signs of these uh, changes which are taking place are quite prominent. Actually, both are after trillions of dollars of oil, gas and natural resources reserves. And the competition is somehow getting aggressive. And more military drills are witnessed now on a daily basis in the Arctic region. Now to new military tensions between the U.S., China and Russia, with the U.S. Navy sending destroyers to the coast of Alaska last week after nearly a dozen Russian and Chinese warships were spotted patrolling nearby international waters, very nearby. Now, how long the ice sheet will keep covering up these resources in the Arctic region? It's been said, up to 30% of world's gas reserves, 15% of oil reserves, large fish resources, and other natural resources are there under the Arctic ice. According to some scientists and data records, Arctic is more likely to be free of ice in the summers of 2035 and onwards. Ships could be sailed in the icy water of the Arctic region for trading, transporting goods, and for their share of natural resources from Northern Asia to Europe. And this will happen, this will be a new route for commercial shipping and 
will give a green flag for more shipping routes. Fresh cold water fish reserves will also be available in large quantities. And not only fisheries but more marine treasures will reveal themselves. So this freshwater fish is also a huge benefit and resource which countries are after. In these changing times, a new world order emerging, countries are claiming their rights. And that too more than ever. But who is entitled to what is quite complicated. And to determine it is more complicated than that. Because the power hustle is on. Russia is expanding its Arctic military posts, rather military outposts. Fighter jets are taking their places too. And things don't end here. Russian submarines are there as well who are breaking the ice of the Arctic and making the way of a new route. Other countries which have stakes over there are making their moves too such as Arctic offshore petrol ships, which are made by Canada to show that they are also present there, are showing their presence in extreme north of Arctic. Then, how can we forget US Navy, which is there too, and it is also increasing its deployment there. Well, the Barren Sea, which is considered as Russian's valuable asset, now American offshore petrol is operating there. But this story has more to it, as NATO and US submarines are very much present in the Arctic region along with the Russian ones. So you can figure out a little bit tension. If that escalates, it can take a full form of confrontation. And then the atmosphere will be heated more than ever in Arctic. China is also not behind. It is increasing its presence in the surroundings of Arctic region. They are buying airports and ports in the area, mostly in the area of uh, Scandinavia and Greenland. China wants to have its air force presence over there too, but so far it hasn't succeeded. According to International Water Regularity Body, who owns what is the key question. As many areas for now are considered to be the grey zones, of which all wants to take control of. It's scary to even think that if any accidental conflict happened because of this power push which is showing itself from all sides, surely for the hunt of natural resources, land and to make sure who is the boss in geopolitics, it won't be good in any way, not only for the Arctic region or a few countries, but for the whole world. But competition is on and where it will take us. By us, I mean the mankind. Only time will reveal. So with this, I wrap up my today's discussion. Thank you for joining me in the show. Until next time, take a lot of care of you and all around you. You were listening to the Living Archives podcast and I am Soha. Bye for now. <laughs>